You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. Let's check in with another one of our Novant Health Charlotte Marathon Ambassadors, and this one can give you some valuable advice and motivation to those of you who ever had an injury and needed to take some time off. Lisa Nypover is used to running a lot of races, at least one a month or two or three, but like we all know, a lot of races this year were canceled or run virtually. And then on top of it all, ouch, knee surgery. But she joins us today on the Running Around Charlotte podcast to give us an update on her year. Welcome, Lissa. Hey, how are you? <laughs> We're doing great, and I'm joined by D.C. Lucrezi, none other than D.C. Good, good day to you, sir. Ah, good day to you. Good day to you. Lissa, I feel like I know you so well now. <laughs> <laughs> after, you have had after a year, but let's back up some. Uh, tell us how you got into running, and, and when did you start uh running life. Okay. Um, I started running in 2014. I had recently had my daughter and was not happy with the way that I felt, the way that I looked. And I was like, running is free. Don't laugh too hard. Yeah. Running is a free sport. I can just do that and have no problems. Uh, first of all, I have learned otherwise, but second of all, I fell in love with it. I signed up for, a I started running in February. 2014 I signed up for a race a 5k that April so I absolutely couldn't quit without like completely humiliating myself and I started running and I loved it I signed up for another race I signed up for another race I got talked into a half marathon that first year and I've been running races ever since and I did get back in shape I lost 60 pounds uh from when I started running and I have done I can't even tell you how many races now, 5Ks, 10Ks, 15Ks, half marathons. I've done one marathon. I hope to do another one. And I actually trained for an ultra this year, but uh, this year didn't quite go to plan. Yeah, so all right. I feel like I need to go back to it. And, uh, and, but I will say it was a little bit beneficial to me that everything mm. got canceled this year. I hate saying that because I did have to take time off. I had a knee injury, had some mm. knee surgery and... Getting back into the game now that things are starting to ramp back up. So that was good. I was yeah, signed yeah. up for, I think I was registered for, you said one race a month or two sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was registered for nine races in a two-month period. Good Because I'm insane. And one of those races, the first race happened, that was March 7th, and then all the rest of them canceled. Yeah. So. Ah, yeah. yes. So there was one little nugget in there that I want to pull out because I think it's so important. Um, You talked about you had your daughter Mm -hmm. and you didn't like where you were at. And you, you, I I talk about this a lot and, and I see it in the retail side, but it, but it's kind of what this, I I would refer to maybe as a mom syndrome, you know, you have a couple of kids, you gain a little weight, uh, you feel a little isolated because you can't get out and you're tied down and husband's at work and he comes home and he doesn't want to talk because he's already spent his 25,000 words for the day. And you've got 25,000 adult words that you want to spill on him and he doesn't want to listen. And that just makes it all the worse. And right. he's like, 
Nobody understands me. Nobody gets me. And, you know, we've had three kids, and um, so I've been through it three times. It's it's a lonely place to be as a mom, but there are great outlets and great resources available to those who have those feelings. And what I would say is you're not alone, right? I mean, and, and every mom feels like I'm the only one going through this. Everybody else has friends. Everybody else talks and I'm here stuck by myself, right? I mean, but you got out and you did it and you made friends, right? Oh, yeah. I, my, you know, it, I started out solo. I was just, like you said, it was, I just, I want to get out of the house. I want to get feeling better. I don't want to, you know, burden the family by spending money on a gym membership and that kind of thing. So you just, you put on your shoes and you go out the front door and you start in the neighborhood and then... <laughs> you start going a little further and then you start doing races and you start meeting people. And like, I would probably say 80% of my friends are running friends now, six years later. So it's been, it, it's such a great welcoming community. It's such an easy thing to start doing. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to say running's easy, but it's easy to get no. into. <laughs> that, is true. But I, that is true. I, I would be willing to bet. Um, and, and surveys have, have shown this that, you know, that run in the morning or in the afternoon or whenever you do your run is the top one or two or three things that happens in everyone's day, right? I mean, while you're doing it, you're like, oh, gosh, this is a little bit hard, but you're in it. You're not going to quit. You get done and you're like, check, did it, and I feel great. And, uh, you know, I come, I came back this morning and it was a beautiful day, 50 degrees out, mm-hmm. perfect running weather, Robin. Yep, I was out this your, morning, too. How's your run? Yeah. It was perfect. It was great. I enjoyed it, and I, and I was sad that it was over. <laughs> I was with my friends who, my, my non-running friends who always tell me, they're like, oh, I hate running. I'm like, you know what? So do I, but I love being finished running. It's like, when, when I'm actually running, I, 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 don't, I do enjoy the actual running, but, yeah, you know, it's it's hard. It's really hard. It, uh, but when you're finished, there's no better feeling. You feel so accomplished. On the days I don't get out and do something in the morning, I just, I'm kind of grumpy the rest of the day too. It's kind of like, yeah, I yeah. just, it starts your day. It starts you off yeah. going well. So. Yeah. Well, I, nothing will encourage uh, longer distance and more time on your feet, like more children. Uh, <laughs> as, as one who has uh, three children and has run more miles than is reasonable and necessary. I can promise you that that is indeed the case. So, <laughs> as my wife used to say, that is a long time to be with your thoughts. I'm like, yeah, but it's even a longer time when you're with your children. So, <laughs> I try not to say that I'm running away from my family, but it is nice to, to go out and decompress and you know, well, have now- that time. But to be fair, Lisa, you're in the marketing biz. You know, it's all about it's all about how you position those words. So right. it's not that you're running away from your family. You're running because of your family. Exactly, and that's and you can let and you can let the receiver of that information do whatever they want. Now, ooh, because there's a lot of room to extrapolate mm-hmm. either way on those words. So there you go. <laughs> all right. No, now before we before we started this thing officially, you were telling us about. Uh, your your role uh, with the, with a quote unquote company in Rock Hill that uh, that works with the <laughs> that works with fabrics that a lot of us uh, that a lot of us 
where, when we are running and doing our thing, uh, does does some of your work ever, you know, bleed over into your running or your running conversations? And when, because I mean, as runners uh, or any type of hobbyist, man, gear is is such a thing. Do you ever talk about that when you're running or when you're talking with running friends? You're like, here's what I really know about these fabrics. Yeah, sometimes, like, especially, like, uh, when I'll get race shirts and stuff, I'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, or, <laughs> you know, I'll be like, oh, this is a good one. For, I, I had a race shirt one time, and it was just, I did, I, it was really nice, and I, I won't say what race, but it was a really nice shirt, and I was kind of, but, like, I just felt uncomfortable mm -hmm. with it. I actually took it into my office, and I tested it, and I'm like, oh, this thing's practically, like, it felt like it was a tech material, but it was pretty much mm -hmm. waterproof. You know, like I, they had treated it with something. And so like, like sweat wasn't, I was like, well, no wonder I feel like I'm overheating and that kind of thing. So, I've, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's amazing. There's all kinds of interesting, you know, clothes are so smart these days that like they're, you know, they're designed for this mm. or designed for that. And, you know, there's one instrument we have that tests whether you should wear it for cold weather running or for hot weather running. Cause it's like whether it holds sweat in or it lets sweat out, that kind of thing. So it gets kind of technical. So I've been, I've been good to every once in a while. Tell like I have, I have a friend who's wearing a cotton shirt. We all know cotton. You don't run in cotton. Right. You know, ABC, I'll, right? I'll be like, yeah, mm, no, maybe rethink that, or you know, yeah. maybe this shirt would be better for such and such. So I try not to, I try not to get too preachy over gear. Everybody's got to learn for themselves to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. Ch chafing is a is a cruel mistress. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all taken that shower of shame where you get in the shower <laughs> oh, and then scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had one a couple weeks ago and it was not. Yeah. No, no, no. So tell no, us about is... your, uh, your knee surgery with major, minor. How did you, how did you know that something was wrong and, and go, go through the process with us? It's a, it was a pretty major one. I, uh, my knees have always been kind of dodgy. I don't have a lot of cartilage in my knees and it's just, it's kind of a form of osteoarthritis that has progressively gotten a little bit worse. I've been managing it pretty, had been managing it pretty well. Uh, I use like sports tape, like I can tape up a knee like nobody's business and I've gotten, but uh, I, as I mentioned, I trained for an ultra this year and it was a lot of miles, a lot of lateral movements and it was just getting worse and worse and I had a I had a meniscus tear uh. Uh, and when I went in for surgery the ortho said look if we're gonna fix one thing we're gonna fix everything so I had five procedures done at one time I had I meniscus agree. repair I had three bone cysts removed I had a something called a plica removed which is like a, a tendon that gets loose I don't even know how that works and the major thing that I had done was something called microfraction abrasion. And they ah. drilled holes into the bone in my kneecap and the top of my femur to drain bone marrow into the joint to kind of make new cartilage. And because of that, after the surgery, I had to get be in a locked knee brace for four weeks. And then I was allowed to unlock it for another two weeks. So I was on crutches for six weeks and not able to move it at all. So... That was my entire summer, was that. And wow. I got the go-ahead to start running again uh, the 1st of September. So it's been almost a month now. And it feels like starting over again, but it's getting better and it's a slow process. But uh, it's the amazing thing. I was really surprised how fast I lost 
muscle. And that's where I'm coming back from now. My quad muscle on my left leg is a full inch smaller than on my right leg. Wow. From being in the knee brace. And uh, it's been, it's been good. And uh, it's nice cooler weather now. So it feels more comfortable, but uh, I feel like a beginner again, but I'll get there. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, know, you know what it's like to start. Now you get the opportunity to start again. And and how does that how does that experience translate into your I guess your relationship with the running community and your ambassadorship and all that? I mean, that's gotta you know that's that's gotta flavor your conversation and your 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 opinion of the whole thing, right? Uh, I get to run with different groups, which is fun. I'm meeting awesome. more people because uh, I I do run with a couple different groups. I I'm over in. Uh, South Carolina, just across the border. And I run in Fort Mill primarily. Mm-hmm. And the different running groups that I run with, I'm, I'm a different pace now. I'm a lot slow. I, I, my pace dropped immensely. And because I'm working from scratch again. Sure, and sure. so I've met more people, uh, met different people. And it's just everybody's so encouraging. I love the running community is just so embraced. Everybody's had some form of injury, whether it's like you mentioned, just minor chafing that mm-hmm. gets to you or blisters or rolled an ankle or something like that. So it's something that everybody can get behind and people really rally around you. It's a really great community. So been really supportive and it's good. It's good. It's funny. I ran a, I actually had a real life in live race last weekend. It was amazing. What? It was good. Yeah. Uh, and Kings Mountain in South Carolina. Oh, yeah, South yeah, Carolina. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Kings yep. Mountain yeah, Running Festival because awesome. it's a very small yeah. race. Yeah. Uh, and they, they put in all kinds of COVID safety procedures. It was a very safe race. They had a rolling start and mask at the start line. It was just an awesome, it was nice to be in real life again, but it was funny. There's a friend of mine that I've run with for several years and I've always knocked back to her pace. Well, now we're about the same pace and bless her. She was trying to beat me. <laughs> and if it wasn't for all the hills in Charlotte that I run on all the time and the hills in Fort Mill, she may have gotten me, but I, I love it. That's one thing. If you're going to run in Charlotte, you got to train for hills so they don't slow you down. Roger that's that. right. Gosh, for real. People ask me if Charlotte is hilly, and I'd say, well, it depends. Like, if you're from Asheville, it's pretty <laughs> flat. But if you're from Wilmington, it's probably pretty hilly. So um, it's Excellent all relative. Point. And, you know, people that I mean, we talk about the Charlotte Marathon, and people think, well, gosh, it's a hilly course. And it's like, well, 80 to 90% of the people that our training are from Charlotte. So it's not like you're going to some place exactly. where it's super hilly. I mean, you train in this year round. So, you know, I, I, I guess I don't connect with the, uh, the complaint, if you will, but, yeah. um, anyway, well, I've heard several people well, that have run yeah. that for the first time. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it's so hilly. And I'm like, I mean, it's got yeah. some hills, but you know, yeah. it's not, and it's, <laughs> it's right. a good, I love that race. So. I always get the biggest kick out of that when I'm you know, reading people's names as they cross the finish line and I see somebody's name and it's like from Florida. I'm like, Oh boy, this is a tough one for you, buddy. <laughs> it took me a while to get used to, I will say, cause I'm originally from Myrtle beach, South Carolina, which, oh, wow, there you, you know, go. there's yeah. a couple speed bumps on some yeah. of the roads and there's you an might consider that a hill. <laughs> yeah. There's an overpass. Yeah. <laughs> and so that. compared to Myrtle beach, Yes, it's very hilly, yeah. but you just, you know, you, yeah. you train for it and it's no big deal. There's yeah, nothing that's terrible. awesome. You could be running Kings Mountain, up a mountain. It's less hilly yeah. than that. So. <laughs> very fair point. Very fair. So, so do you, 
do you have any advice for those who have gone through injuries? And I, I too have gone through the, I've had uh, surgery on both knees, the yeah. um, arthroscopic. Uh, the first one was a microfracture procedure, although I didn't have to have the, uh, the knee brace locked. It was just no impact for three months or something like that. Um, it, it, it's, it, it not not every recovery is the same. I would right. say, you know, one one for me was a little more difficult than the other. But what kind of advice would you have for those who are maybe in some phase of this process or the other? It's, I hate saying it because I hate hearing it, but it's it's patience. You've got to be patient with yourself. You've got to yeah. give yourself grace. Try not to compare yourself to where you were. You, you do basically, especially you said you were off no impact for three months. I, I was kind of in the same boat. It's, you're not going to bounce back immediately exactly where you are. Right. I'm starting over as a beginner, but it's very important to, to listen to the doctors, to listen to your PT, to do the PT procedures. You know, it, it's, it's time consuming and it's tedious, but you don't want to rush it. I, I kind of had a little bit of a setback recently because I thought I could, you know, it's like, I was like, yeah, I'm doing so good and I'm going to start doing this. And I went back to the gym again and I was doing some stuff that was a little more impact. And then I was back on my crutches again because oh. it's just, you know, patience is the thing and try not to compare yourself. And, you know, like I said, drop back. You're, you're, there's other opportunities. I, I, have, so, I have more new running friends now and we're celebrating our successes together because I'm in a different pace group now. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, I'm setting all my, my, uh, I reset my, uh, PRs on my Garmin because I'm not, I'm not going to be running a seven minute mile at the track anymore. Like I used to, you know, I got all excited when I ran a 10 minute mile at the track just recently. So it's like celebrating your new successes and you'll, it'll, it'll come back eventually. I, I hate that for the longest time. I hated that phrase. Yeah. People tell me all the time, it'll come back. It's like, you know what? It's not going to come back. You're going to work hard to get it back though. And yeah. Yeah. And I can relate with the whole Garmin thing. I kind of reset mine about every year as I get older, because I know I'm not going to do last year what I did, what I, or this year, what I did last year. Yeah. It's just, uh, I get a little slower. <laughs> I don't know. At least I'm out there, right? Exactly. Exactly. You're going a lot faster than you, you would be if you were sitting on the couch. So that's that is a fair you know, point. I, I, I think I think that's important for for people to know too. It, it, it and we talk about it. It, it it's it's all relative. And people people come in the store and they say, "Well, I'm not really a runner." Well, tell me how far you run. Huh? I run you know, three miles, three days a week around my neighborhood. Okay. So you got about 10 miles a week. So you're a runner. Like at what point do you qualify as a runner or not? Well, if you run period, you're a runner. And so, you know, I think people should embrace where they're at and, and strive to set some goals to achieve some new things, whether it's running more events or running farther or running faster, but just the idea that you are out there is, is an accomplishment in itself. You know, people, people just discount that and say, well, I'm not really a runner. Well, stop comparing yourself to other people. Right. Like if you it's want to hard to not compare to yourself to others. And like I said, with the injury, it it's is. hard to not compare yourself to where you were last year or the year, you yep. know, be- before the injury. So it's, 
you know, it's giving yourself some grace and saying, okay, I'm, I'm out there and I am doing what I can do and I'm giving it my best. Yeah. And that's, that's important. I have a friend who, uh, who was also, she had come off an injury and she was getting frustrated because she didn't think she was progressing fast enough. I was like, well, what's holding you back? What is it? What is it that you want to do? Why is it important for you to go faster now? Just be okay with where you are now, maybe. So, yeah. yeah. Are, are you a goal setter? Oh my gosh, I'm such a goal setter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am, I think like I said, I, I got addicted to racing and I'm just like, I got to beat this time. I got to hit this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, it's totally. I, I, I just think that's important. And, and it doesn't have to be this outrageous goal. It could be, if you're running 10 miles a week, it could be, all right, I want to run 12 or 15 miles a week. It doesn't have to be outrageous. You don't have to say, well, gosh, I'll never run 25 miles a week. So run 15. Like in, when you get 15, then maybe run 20. You know, it just, but, but be reasonable about it. And you, you talked about having grace with yourself. And I think that's important in so many aspects of our own lives. But if you relate it to running, it's like, you know what? If you miss your goal this week, that's okay. You get it next next week. week's here. <laughs> I've done races. I did can, the Ortho Carolina Classic last year. And I was like, my goal is I have, I have this. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, it was like a, I had I was gonna do an under nine pace for the whole race, and I finished it in like nine oh six. And I was like, oh. but you know what? Then I did the around the crown, and I killed it. You know, it's like you, you're not gonna always you hit go. your goal if you always yeah. if it was easy. It's not a good goal. So, yeah. Well, your attitude is amazing, and <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, it has been an absolute treat to talk to you, Alyssa. I mean, you. golly, I mean, even if even if we're not going to see you, you know, set some fabrics on fire, it has been an incredible time talking to you, and you know, that, and you're an incredible ambassador, not only for for running and sport, but like I said, for for just you know, great attitude in adversity, and you know, that's 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 awesome, and you know, I, I'm thrilled that you're you're part of the ambassador corps, and. And again, like yeah. I said, thanks for joining us on the Running Around Sharp yeah. podcast. I look forward to talking to you further. And it's been a treat. Thanks so much. Well, thanks for having me. Thank on. you, Lisa. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. It was great talking to you. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your hosts, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.